Welcome back to the One Big Thing Podcast. I am Steve Campbell, your host. Uh, today, folks, is going to be a special edition. Um, today, August 16th, actually marks my birthday. Uh, I'm celebrating my 37th birthday. And, and I'm going to be quite honest. I don't really know what you do at 37 years old. It's typically not a birthday that is uh, receiving many accolades or opportunities. It's not one of the big birthdays. We're a couple years away from 40. I know that. But as I thought about my birthday and at 37, what do I want? I began to think about what I could do with this show and I thought would be a cool concept if you guys are open to it as listeners is to every five episodes, take some time to kind of recap what I of the host have heard from the amazing guests that I've had through my first five episodes. So if you'll bear with me as part of this special edition, I'd love to look back at where we've been so that if you're new to one big thing, um, you can know what to look forward to. Um, if you're brand new to the show, this is an interview-style podcast where every other week I release an episode from people from all walks of life. And I have had some incredible guests uh, early on in the infancy of this show. And a big part of it is a thank you to the guests who have all been brave enough to come onto this show, to open up, to share things about their life, um, to really want to connect with you as a listener, but to really thank you listeners too as well. The feedback that I've received over the last several months has been incredible for those that have tuned in. Either maybe you found this show because one of the guests was somebody that you looked up to, that you were a fan of, and you wanted to listen to them. Maybe you're a family friend that wanted to get out and support the show. Any way that you found it, I'm just glad that you're here. So I thought it'd be fun with this birthday to kind of recap where we've been over the last five episodes and maybe give you some details. If you're brand new to the One Big Thing podcast, uh, this is a show uh, that I'm super excited about and passionate about, encouraging, inspiring others. But if you love pa podcasts, I don't know if you're aware, but I also co-host a show with my business partner called Ditch the Suits. Ditch the Suits is a financial planning podcast where our goal is to help you get the most from your money in life. So whether you are somebody that loves money, you're not quite sure, or you're just looking for insights, you can check out Ditch the Suits. It's available through NQR Media on all major podcasts. Uh, platforms from Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon. It's even available through the NQR Media YouTube channel so you can watch all of our episodes. And Ditch the Suits is released every single Tuesday. So if you're looking to move the ball uh, forward in your life when it comes to your money, check out Ditch the Suits. But on this show, uh, it's been an incredible outlet for me as your host to really, one, encourage myself and two, hear from some incredible people, their stories, uh, their stories of triumph, their stories of setbacks, and really the one big thing that they've each learned in this life that we can bring to you that can be extremely applicable uh, to help you take a piece from every single episode. So in episode one, we kicked it off with a bang. And why was it a bang? Because I had the absolute honor and privilege of interviewing my wife. Uh, she is my best friend, Stephanie Campbell, to you. I champion you. You are a wonder woman. I know this was not necessarily your place of um, feeling comfortable, but you did an incredible job, and the feedback that we heard from all of you was great. Stephanie and I really opened up our lives as married couple, uh, as parents, to talk about really the concept. Our one big thing is that uh, marriage and parenting is hard. And what I think we took away from that first episode where I got to share a little bit more because it was with Steph, but typically in episodes since then, I've been more of just your host guiding your way. But in that first episode, Steph and I talked about the fact that we all get to choose our hard. We talked about how marriage is hard. 
And when you think about marriage, it really boils down to communication and how you talk with your spouse. And communication can go beyond just what you say. It's the way that you uh, prepare your heart for them. It's your body disposition. It's the way you say things. Communication is so incredibly clear um, so that you don't miss expectations. We talked about how we want to honor our spouse. And honor is such a lost value today in society. We know what dishonor looks like because we see it every night in the news and on social media and how vicious people can be. But this idea of honor, to really honor your spouse is something that she and I celebrating 10 years of marriage are really fighting to do every single day with each other. We talked about the fact that parenting is extremely hard, but it's so worth it. To how we can begin to view our children really as our tribe or our people. We shared some insights uh, from a fellow podcaster, Abby, who's got the Emma's for uh, Mama podcast. If you're a mom, a dad, if you're looking to raise your kids, check out the uh, Emma's for Mama podcast. She talks about all the time how we get the opportunity to view our children really as a privilege and is not something that uh, is taking away from our life and learning how to not speak death over our children. No one would ever do that, but we can subconsciously do it when we don't say positive things about our kids. In that episode, Steph and I talked about how if you're not careful, you can scroll Instagram and Facebook and see parents who are looking for a coping mechanism by recording videos of their young kids having tantrums or teenagers being out of control in talking and almost bad-mouthing that part of their life and saying, you know, I can't wait for the season to be over and, oh, toddlers are the worst. If we're not careful, that kind of stuff can begin to really affect our heart and the way that we view our kids. So from Steph and I's point of view, we are working really hard. We're not perfect all the time because our kids can be crazy. Uh, again, if you're new to the uh, One Big Thing podcast, I can't even remember which podcast I'm doing these days, folks. But if you're new to the One Big Thing podcast, uh, Steph and I got four kids, a seven-year-old boy, a six-year-old boy, and identical twin girls that are three and they're crazy and they're beautiful. It's so easy sometimes to find yourself getting lost in moments where things seem to be out of control. And it's so hard in that moment to want to speak life and to remember that these kids are trying, but, but to really try to step back in those moments and realize that they're, they're trying to add value to your life. They're trying to be independent too. And just be careful that we're not flying off the hinges all the time at them because we're not first checking our heart and what's going on with us. So learning how to speak life over our kids. And then she talked about, obviously, as a stay-at-home mom, but I'm going to bring it more towards the fact of just being human. Being human is also really hard. We need to learn how to take time for ourselves. We need to learn how to self-care. And when we say self-care, we're not talking about the weird, worldly, trippy things that you know people can get caught up in, but really just monitoring your own heart, your own emotions, uh, taking every thought captive, understanding where thoughts come from in your mind, and learning how to recharge. Recharge by unplugging, getting away. We talked about journaling quite a bit in that episode. So if you missed episode one, talking about marriage and parenting, the feedback was incredible from many of you that watched on YouTube, but also listened. Thank you for championing my wife. Thank you for supporting her. We appreciate you guys for doing that. Um, in episode two, we, we transitioned and pivoted to my good friend, Rachel Jenks. Uh, Rachel is living out in uh, Denver, Colorado. She is rocking it out there in the mountains. Uh, she had talked about really your identity. That was her one big thing. And we had really discussed over that hour together about how your identity is not found in what you do. 
she had shared her journey of wanting to be a ballerina and how that transitioned into marketing and how that transitioned into trying to save children through trafficking and how every season of her life, if she wasn't careful, she was realizing that her identity was getting wrapped up in what she did, not in who she was as a person. And again, we try to give you practical insights. So she and I went back and forth about, well, then how can you begin to understand your identity and who you are as a person? And I think it really culminates to this idea of that you as a listener were created on purpose for a purpose. You know, I've had the opportunity to uh, travel a little bit. My wife and I went on a missions trip back in 2019 to Ghana, Africa, and just being able to be in another part of the world uh, for two weeks and serve the people there. Um, you know, I, I, I've seen people from all walks of life, people that have absolutely nothing and have all the joy in the world. I've experienced people that have everything on paper and are yet bitter and discouraged. It doesn't matter what is in your bank account or what assets you have or, you know, whether you're single, whether you're married, whatever those things we use to define or make us think as our foundational pieces of who we are. You are so much more than that. Whether, and again, this is where I get deep on this show, whether you came from an upbringing where your parents were involved in your life, maybe you had a single mom, a single dad, maybe you had loving parents that loved you like no other. Maybe you were abandoned as a kid and you were orphaned and adopted. No matter where you are, we talked about in our show that your identity is really formed even from your early years and many times from authority figures, teachers, instructors, uh, employers, uh, people that have the ability, parents to speak life over us and don't realize what they're saying. And so if you're not, if you're not careful and you're not aware, you need to spend some time thinking about, man, where does some of this stinking thinking come from? I could be in the prime of my years, married with kids, have everything on paper, but there's still these trains of thoughts that I don't know where they came from that tell me I'm not good enough, that I'm not enough. You need to park right there for a minute and really think back in your journey over all these years on, man, where did these thoughts come from? Because as Rachel said, she had a teacher when she was in middle school in her art class that told her, Rachel, you're really not meant to do art in this life. You're just not any good, honey. And she had no idea how those single words in her moment of vulnerability shaped her for 20, 30 years. And I know it's easy maybe to sometimes to, to laugh at individuals and think, well, how could you let that you know bother you for all those years? But we all have that those insecurities that we need to learn how to take control of and take captive of. So if you missed her episode, we talked about uh, spending time journaling again and talking about writing down words and adjectives that come to our mind as we reflect on our journey, uh, on our purpose. And that segues perfectly into episode three. And I loved how these um, episodes have kind of stacked on top of each other. As I was um, scheduling out these guests, I had no idea necessarily where each guest wanted to take it. But in episode three, my good friend, Brett Magpiong, who is also an Amazon bestseller, came on to share his story, share his journey. We talked about his book, The Delta Theorem, which you can go buy on Amazon. It's an incredible read. But what was great is he kind of built off of where Rachel was going with this idea of purpose. And in his show, he and I talked about living on purpose. Perfect segue from what Rachel talked about. And Brett in his book, The Delta Theorem, has developed really this equation that if you're, if you just listen to the show at first can seem overwhelming, but it's really simple to understand. A way to become fully alive, which is the whole point of his book, right? Rachel and I talked about living on purpose with purpose. Well, Brett takes it even a step further and talks about how to become fully alive. We had talked about how in that episode, just because you have breath in your lungs doesn't mean you're actually living. It doesn't mean you're alive. 
you have to purposely be doing it in a way in a framework that he provided, which I thought was incredible, is you need to take the three P's in your life, what he defines as your principles, your priorities, and your passions, right? And we need to multiply those by effort and divide it by our failure. And let me walk you through what each of those were in case you missed that episode. So we want to recognize, um, we want to recognize where we spend our time. This reveals our priorities. We want to take time to write down our principles. What a great exercise if you've never done it before. Sit down and write down what, what you really value and what is a principle in your life. Because as he and I talked about, if you don't write down your principles and your values, then you're going to allow other people to define what you value. And you don't want to do that. So we want to spend time writing down our principles. We want to recognize where we uh, spend our time, which reveals our priorities, whether we're parents, whether we're married, whether we're coaching, whether we're in business, where we spend the majority of our time really reveals our priorities. And we want to think about what we love to do. This really reveals our passions. So those three things, principles, priorities, and passions are the foundation or bedrock as to how to become alive on purpose. But it needs to be multiplied by E or what Brett referred to as effort. You got to do something about it. And we had talked about how even if you have your principles, priorities, and passions lined up, but you do absolutely nothing, you don't go out every day, you don't get off the couch, you don't get out of bed, you don't take chances in life, then you're never going to be putting yourself in an opportunity for life to come to you and doors to open. So you need to, to multiply it by effort. But the equation didn't end there. We talked about how that all has to be divided by F squared, or really, as he talked about in math, we don't really understand how it works. But when you take a negative and you square it, it actually becomes a positive. So the F and the F squared stands for failure. We all have things that we're not proud of, whether they were done on our own right or somebody else did them to us. Um, there, We all have experienced failures in our life, but we can't allow failures to define us. They actually have to become things that propel us into the destiny that, as Brett talked about, as people of faith, we believe that God has in store for each one of us. So in those first three episodes, who knew that marriage and parenting is hard? that you need to discover that your identity is not found in what you do, but it's who you are as a person. And then there was a perfect segue into discovering how you can become fully alive by understanding this framework for understanding your purpose. Number four, boy, first international guest, Bradley Rose of Peloton, my first guest from London. Uh, Peloton was gracious enough to have Bradley come on. Bradley and I have been using a Peloton for the last two years. He was an instructor that uh, I just really enjoyed taking his classes and was so fortunate enough that he was willing uh, to come on the show. We had talked about how I literally just DM'd him on Instagram and said, Bradley, I love who you are. Would you come on my show? And we had to clear a little bit of compliance with Peloton. But what an incredible story if you missed his episode, episode four, on being a rebel. And why is it called being a rebel? Because Bradley, boy, oh boy, he has got a prolific fan base called the Roses Rebels, who, when I was doing my due diligence leading up to the show, discovered his 15, 16,000 strong Peloton riders that truly love their Sherpa and Bradley Rose. And when we came on, Bradley talked about being a rebel and what that means to him as he was dealt a hand of having a stroke in his 30s, really at the pinnacle of his health. He was teaching and instructing boxing in New York City, had just gotten done with a class, got all done. When he came outside, he didn't know where he was. He was delirious. And what they discovered is through doing a lot of tests, they discovered that he had a stroke because he had, had two holes in his heart that he was born with. And so, man, you talk about a Delta uh, hand of cards that he didn't expect to come, but how he had an opportunity through that again. A lot, a long journey to recovery. He had doctors that had told him he would never recover. He would never work out again. 
Bradley had walked us through really this heroic story of how he has still had to deal five years later with some setbacks going through COVID, what that was like being, you know, uh, housebound and not being able to see what he calls his mates, his friends, and being able to do life. It was an incredible story of how he still has lingering effects from the stroke today, but that doesn't stop him from getting on the bike. He might not always feel like getting on that bike and giving his best, but he knows that there's others that are out there depending on him and these Roses Rebels and other Peloton members that need him to bring his best. And so it was an incredible story for somebody who... In our episode, the one big thing was that many times your setbacks, and this was common with every guest through the first few episodes, it's your setbacks in life that can really become your setups. But you have to be in a proper framework to really understand that and truly appreciate it. And what that is, is that means is that your heart is able to see life through a different lens. You're, you're able to look at your situation and not become embittered or become angry that why did this happen to you? Because many times being human isn't fair. Being human is hard. There are things that happen to all of us, whether it's a health scare or maybe you were let go from your job or you lost a spouse or a child. There are certain things in this life that none of us can explain, but it's what you do coming out of that that really defines who you are as a person. So if you missed episode four on being a rebel, go back and listen. I will warn you, Brad likes to drop a lot of F-bombs, so we do mark the show as explicit in case you're listening uh, on this on your Alexa in your home with your kids, because I know I have a lot of family and friends tuning in. But go back, support Bradley, listen to episode four. And then our latest episode that we just had, uh, Being a Champion with Jim Stagnita. Jim is a two-time uh, Premier Lacrosse League winning champion coach. Uh, he and I uh, were connected in many ways as he recruited me out of high school to play lacrosse at Rutgers University, where I played for him under four years. I also had an opportunity in uh, the last two years of my life because I had been dealt uh, a, a bad knee injury that really derailed my entire college career. My last two years uh, playing under coach, I actually had the ability to be a player assistant coach. So I've had experiences both as a player coaching alongside of him. And this was a fun, you know, over decade long reunion of him and I coming on screen and talking about life. And what an incredible episode. Jim did a masterful job uh, talking about his career and how he's been in coaching for over 30 years, um, but really experienced the high watermarks of winning championships at the later parts of his winning uh, as, as coaching career at the highest level in the Premier Lacrosse League. Uh, Jim is the coach of the Whip Snakes, which if you're not sure of lacrosse, go Google it. Look up Jim Stagnita. One, an incredible person. Talked about his leadership consulting for uh, through Prodromos Leadership and how he speaks to corporations and leaders taking what he's learned on the playing field into the corporate room and how we can lead others. A couple of key points that I wanted to leave with you from that show in case you missed it, go back and listen. But we have to be careful not to let our wins and losses define us. Again, I'm not sure if you listened to Rachel's episode, but his story really resonated pretty clearly with what Rachel also talked about, which is where identity comes from. Um, learning how to lead others effectively. You want those following you to uh, follow your example to have the room and space to innovate. And he talked about a lot of that where early in his coaching career, he desired and demanded obedience from his players, which is great until his players became robots and didn't know what to do in lacrosse games when the opposing team came out and didn't do what they were supposed to do and how that was a great life lesson for him as a leader that yes, we desire obedience, but we also want people following us to follow our example and to be able to have the space to innovate and to make mistakes. And when they make mistakes, not to come down on them 
uh, and derail their potential, but to understand why did this mistake happen and talk it through uh, and to know that you will be there as a leader, whether you're a coach, whether you're a parent, whether you're a spouse. But he gave us this unbelievable framework like Brett did in episode three, where Jim talked about how we all need to learn how to develop empathy. And what I would say, if, if the last few years have taught me anything leading up to this 37th birthday, it's that I have never walked in other people's shoes. I have no idea what other people go through. Um, I can I can try to understand or I can take the time to really recognize that, man, this has been hard on you or I've never really understood what you've gone through. Developing empathy is an incredible virtue that I think I wish all of us had, but it takes time. It takes intentionality. You have to be willing to listen. And that was something that Jim talked about. So we want to learn as leaders, as, as spouses, leaders of our household, leading our kids in the workplace, how to develop empathy. But we all need to learn humility. Humility isn't something that we're all born with. You don't just get, you know, born and you have humility in your life. It's actually probably something that we all have to learn and develop. It's a skill set to really be able to understand and have the graciousness to see where people are at, to not live with pride or be arrogant, uh, but to really have a humble heart that is willing to lower yourself uh, in front of other people, even those you lead to try to understand where they're coming from um, and have the ability to say, if the door is always open, then really let it be open. Don't let those just be words that we throw around and mince uh, way too short. Um, and, and we kind of talked about this too, but just learning how to listen, really learning how to listen and not be trying to think of a solution as somebody's opening up and confiding with you, but to really be able to try to put yourself in somebody else's shoes, understand where they came from and the wisdom that Jim shared over these 30 years from being a first time coach up to what he's doing now. He had talked about being willing to listen to his players, even mid game and understand that he's still the leader. But if they're seeing things on the field that they want to bring to his attention, things that can give them an advantage, then why wouldn't we want to, as leaders, uh, want to have the same heart that's open to the people that are following us? One of the great points that Jim left us with is how we need to learn as leaders how to judge the action and not the actors. He had talked about how over the years he's had players that have played under him that have made some pretty big mistakes. That was their own fault. He talked about how we can't, you know, turn a blind eye to it, but how we have to recognize that these things happen. But we can't allow us to judge the person. We have to judge the action. So judge the action, not the actor, because what that does is that creates trust, that you're willing to acknowledge that you really screwed up, but you know what? I'm willing to walk through this with you. And so again, why did I bring this to you? Today's my birthday. I think these lessons are worth their weight in gold. You have heard from stay-at-home moms. You have heard from business leaders, uh, championship-winning coaches, influencers. Um, I have a lineup all the way built out over the next few months of guest speakers that are going to come on, that are going to absolutely rock this thing. But I wanted to share this recap with you. And if you like this style, every five episodes, me coming on, taking anywhere from 10 to 25 minutes to recap these episodes, please reach out with to me. Um, connect with me at Steve Campbell PR and Instagram and on Facebook. But if you guys want to do me a favor for my birthday, what would mean the, the world to me? Many of you have done this already. But if you're an Apple podcast listener, I would love for you to get on and subscribe to this show. But not only subscribe, but leave a five-star rating and, and write a review. I'm not begging you to do it. It would just mean a lot to me. And the reason I do that is after podcasting for almost three years now, when you have reviews and ratings on your show, Apple recognizes that your show means business, that it's a show that people want to listen to, that they will begin to actively promote the show on your behalf because the more ratings and more reviews you have, the higher up the charts it's going to move. So for my birthday, 
Again, I don't know what you really do at 37, but if you guys want to make my day, please get onto Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and review, but also subscribe to our YouTube channel at NQR Media. And if you guys have guests that you would love, that you're connected to, that you'd love to hear their story, I'm only as good as the people I know. So if you want to reach out to me at Steve Campbell PR on Instagram or on Facebook and let me know who you know that I should be listening to or interviewing, by all means, reach out to me because you're only one connection away from having your world blow absolutely wide open. And I'm leaning on all of you to uh, find out who you know that I should know. So as the host of this show, the one big thing, I want to thank all of you for being a part of this journey early on. Buckle up. We have some great guests upcoming. Again, I had mentioned that if you love uh, podcasts, check out my other show, Ditch the Suits, that I'm a co-host of. was named your 2023 Best Podcast of the Year by Quill Inc. And uh, just just many thanks from me as the host of the show. Keep listening, share these links, share them with friends. Appreciate all of you. Thanks for the birthday wishes. And I hope you guys have a great rest of the day.